Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome back to part two of The Rhythm of Life with me, Oti Mabuse. And today I am joined by the amazing Vicky Patterson. Thank you for coming back, Vicky. <laughs> Oh my god, my absolute pleasure, Pat. Like I said, it's just a dream sitting chatting here. So one thing that I love about you, and I, I just recently discovered, was your social media and how yeah. you use it as a platform. Because I remember, I don't remember which post it was, but it was long. Yeah, oh, they're always long. Audie, they're always long. It was like a declaration to free. I was like, wow. But the thing is, I read all of it. I read all of it. And... What I was really, really intrigued by was that you were so honest about fame and and just the difference and kind of like the illusion of what famous people do when they always put up pretty pictures and perfect pictures. But in actual fact, that's not the truth. There's so many topics that you, you kind of touched on and I love it. The first one was the, the body image how you were really skinny and you were concentrating on burning calories and you were like a size six, but you weren't really happy because you were just so focused on what you look like. Have, have you ever been put in a position where somebody says your size is not good enough? I think as women, we are constantly um, under so much pressure and it's societal, it's from media, mm. um, it's now even more recently from social media, um, from other women and ultimately as well just from ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I've always, always had issues with my body, even from being relatively young. I'm naturally super curvy. All yeah. the women in my family are. Like, as I've got older, like, I've completely learned to embrace. But when you're younger and you just want to look like everybody else and you're the first one to have boobs and all the rest of it, 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 it just ha it has long-lasting effects yeah. on how you see yourself and your body image. So when I then went on... TV and was thrust in the limelight and so many more people had opinions on my body and my shape those were issues that were just completely exacerbated yeah. by this newfound platform I had and I began like I'd say a five to seven year real intense struggle with how I seen myself how I treated my body um and ultimately developed some really unhealthy habits mm. um and there's been there's been there's been moments in, when you you've been in the front cover of magazines with look like look at Vicky's new bikini pictures and there's been horrible comments online and there's been moments where I've just sort of thought to myself like god I'm never going to be good enough mm. like I'm never going to be good enough for this industry for these people like I'm never going to be what they want me to be and I've been loads bigger than I am now and I've been loads smaller than I am now in a desperate attempt to feel happy, yeah. to feel like I fit it in, to feel good enough for these people who think they have a right to have an opinion on my body. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, being really big or being bigger didn't make me 
didn't make me happy. I yeah. felt unconfident. I felt unhealthy. I felt like I was missing out and losing a huge sense of self. And being really skinny, Ori, didn't make me happy either. Like I was counting how many blueberries I put on my porridge in the morning. I, was st- I stopped drinking. Like I was terrified of going to a restaurant in case they sneaked butter in a sauce. Yeah. Like it was anxiety ridden and miserable. Um, and here, like here I am now, sort of 33, um, real middle of the road, size 10 to 12, boobs in a bum and zero fucking apology for <laughs> it. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. I really am. So for me, if I can use my platform that mm. I've spent years like growing and nurturing and all the rest of it to do something good with it, like to stop young girls feeling like all they are worth is a clothes size or they are completely defined by a number on a scale, then I'm going to do it because mm. I don't want any woman feeling like all she has to give is is a good aesthetic. Mm. Like we are fucking so much more than that, Odie. Like, you know yourself, we are mothers, we are wives, we are CEOs, we are fucking writers, nurses, teachers, authors. We are fucking incredible powerhouses. And the fact that we are sometimes reduced to nothing more than a body type makes me so mad. Yeah. No, I love that. I'm I think it's so brave of you to actually to to actually come out and say that and and to actually talk and speak your truth are there any moments where you're just fearful of people are going to judge me for speaking your truth judge you for speaking your truth on social media you've really got to take the good with the bad and there's always going to be someone who doesn't like what you've got to say like you know and i don't want to be this woman but it's fucking always a fella on my social, it's always a bloke, right? And he's always, oh, it's all very well and good, you sitting preaching about this, but I remember how you used to be on Geordie Shore, you used to say this and you used yeah. to do that. And I think, right, hon, let me stop you right there because the person you're talking about doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It was 10 years ago and she, I have grown, I have evolved, I have worked fucking hard on myself to not be that same person. I surround myself with positive people, I work hard, I always am polite. And this person I am now, she doesn't recognise that girl you're talking about. So just because my growth intimidates you, you tiny little man, <laughs> does not give you any right to try and drag me back down and embarrass me to be that person so you feel comfortable. Yay! Where do you get... Where do you get this this liberation from where do you where do you think it comes from so age mate like I've got to attribute so much to this really liberated feeling of acceptance that I have to just being in my 30s like I would have never like I was angry in my 20s I wasn't I I was defensive and lost and really struggling with my self-image um but I, I wasn't liberated. I wasn't yeah. confident. It looked like confidence, but it wasn't. It was defense. It was fear. It was defense. But now I have real confidence. And it's definitely because I kind, you kind of get to like my age and you just think, you know, this is me body shape. This is me personality. Mm. Like, this is me face. Yeah. Like, if, and if anyone doesn't like it, that's absolutely fine because I'm never yeah. going to please anyone. I'd rather just spend time and be and and be there for the people who do like us. So, yeah. I, I, there's no trick to it, mate. I've got to say that's age. Do you think there's a lesson to be learned when from, from girls who are watching you or boys who are watching you from how honest you are and and truthful and 
unique and authentic. I think it's really cheesy, Audie, but like honesty completely sets you free. Like mm. I swear that'll be the cheesiest thing I say today. No, um, it's not. It's so, <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, thanks, mate. But I think your twenties again. Like you are so scared of yeah. of like everything, like of looking different, of being different, of uh, just of everything, and and you're just insecure and finding yourself and all the rest of it, but. You know, when you get older, like, you you realise, like, what's important. And it's not, like, looking a certain way or having loads of designer handbags or being surrounded by loads of people. It's, like, it's being okay to be on your own. Mm. It's when everybody else leaves the party. Like, are you all right to sit on your own and deal with who you are? And, like, I was never okay with who I was. Like, there were moments I couldn't even look at the mir- in the mirror at myself because of who I was becoming. Really? But, now I like my own company. I like who I'm growing up into being. And yeah, she's not perfect. We're all, it's all about progress, isn't it? Not perfection. Yeah. But I think being honest with yourself and embracing who you are, warts and all, flaws. Like, are you impatient? Do you have, um, like, are, are, are you, like, a super, do you have tiny boobs, big boobs, big, little boobs, small boobs? Like, whatever your features are, I think just embracing them and owning them is a huge part of self-acceptance. And then you do get to be this really fun, authentic version of you. And you do get to find out, like, who really loves you for you. And that feeling's really nice too. So, yeah, mate, it's a hard old journey, but when you get there, yeah. it's fucking proper worth it. <laughs> Are you into any books or like yoga? What do you do to because being confident is, is something that we can all feel, but we don't necessarily are able to maintain it. You yeah. constantly have to train your mind and train your confidence. What what do you do to remind yourself that you are good enough? I think it's also like a common misconception already that if you're a happy person or if you're a confident person, you just are happy and confident all the time. All like, the time. It's just not possible like yeah. show me a woman who says she's happy all the time and I'll show you a fucking liar mate like <laughs> it's just not possible like we all have great days and we all have bad days like we have yeah. moments where we feel 100% that bitch and you know we love our bodies and we're fellas great and work's going well and we are just smashing life but on the flip side of that we have the days where we're bloated because we're on our period like we're fellas getting yeah. on our tits and you're hungover like it's just life's about light and shade so thinking that you just become confident and stay that way because I don't know you you do meditation or you do yoga that's just bollocks like it's a constantly you have to constantly nurture your inner self and work on yourself so for me like it's a real mixture of stuff like I like to exercise like not obsessively I'm so past that it's not for an aesthetic it's more for a mindset Mm. um I love um, I love taking self care days and just working on me, like a nice bath and a face mask. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> Spending time with people who make you forget to look at your phone, like that's super important. Oh, yeah. um, and I have a great life coach. Like all of these pearls of wisdom and everyone that I'm just like spewing out and pontificating like I'm definitely a total fraud I steal most of them from my amazing life coach so yeah I just think it's it's whatever works for you if it's yoga if it's meditation if it's self-help books just fucking get it man yeah I mean talking about life coaches is is such a taboo because I I have one as well and and people always go oh so actually you're not as happy as you look you you actually have a therapist somebody's telling you what to say and giving you all this false hope 
How has life coaches helped you? Um, so when I left Joe, like Jodie Shaw, I was in a bad way. I wasn't dealing with everything that I'd gone through very well. Mm. I have since then had years of therapy years working with a life coach um years just working on me and I have met the same opposition that you say there like people being like what do you need a therapist I even remember my mum like and she'd be like what do you need a therapist for why can't you talk to me and then she proceeded to tell me for about an hour why she didn't think I'd need a therapist I thought because you don't let us get a fucking word in edgeways Carol that's why I need because nobody listens to me that's why I needed to pay someone to listen she laughs about it now because she's so evolved now. She's worked on herself as well and she's got a, she's had a therapist so she really gets it. But back then, like, it was still considered so... It was stigmatised. And mm. I think you, we have to work hard at breaking down these boundaries um, and, and realising that, like, wanting to speak to someone or wanting to have someone to help you understand what you're going through in your life doesn't make you a bad human being. It doesn't make mm. you broken. It makes you it makes you brave it it yeah. makes you intent on being better like there is nothing more powerful than a woman determined to rise and like i truly believe that by reading by doing yoga by getting out of your comfort zone by having a therapist by having a life coach you get better and that will scare some people along the way and those are the people who say what do you need a therapist now uh, a life coach oh check you out no fuck you Right, I'm getting better. Either get on board or fuck off because this train is going one direction. <laughs> In one sentence, you made me... I think I was tearing at some point. Like, oh my gosh, it's all right. And, and, then, and then you said, fuck you. I was like, oh no. My, my emotions are totally not. Now I feel empowered. <laughs> it's welcome to my life. This is my brain all the time, Oti. Now you see why I'm like on such an emotional roller coaster. It's intense up there. <laughs> I love it. I mean, one of one of the moments that I think were really, really big and totally unexpected was you going in, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And not just going in, but people falling in love with how, again, authentic and real you are and then winning it. Yeah. But to actually get through those trials, explain to me because I love that show. I I'm obsessed with I'm a celebrity. I like I can't wait to see you pop up on that. Oh, I swear oh, to God, mate, you'll be so I good. Know. I don't know. The the timings are hard with Strictly. I know that. <sighs> I know that. But maybe it's not. Can... It's not even that. It's the snakes bit. I mean, oh. it's the snakes and eating things that I'm already like. Mm, I don't. Mm. I could do the, the 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 run, run up the mountains, get this. That's fine. Don't put me in a cage with snakes and and crickets and and cockroaches and say move your tongue or oh. oh. <laughs> Honestly, I think I I probably approached it from the polar opposite sort of um, side as you. Like I just thought, fuck now, I've had far worse things in my mouth. Like this is going to be absolutely <laughs> fine. I was absolutely fine with that. We've lost her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So you were fine with the, with the sheep's balls? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, and I, I think I didn't even, I didn't even actually do that many eating trials there. Do you know when I did do loads of eating trials, Oe? I went out to South Africa. 
Whoa. I know, and I filmed, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, for Australian TV, but they film in Kruger National Park. <gasps> yeah, because obviously Australians aren't going to be scared of doing it in like the bush, it's like their back garden. Yeah. So they flew us out there, and that's where I did loads of eating trials. It was so gross, like fish eyes, bull's stomach, so many testicles. Like, honestly, they just love to whack a testicle on anything. Like, I had so many. Um, but yeah, it, it, overall, the experience of both shows, for that matter, yeah. just absolutely incredible. Like, I think the British one in particular will always have such a fond place in my heart because it's like you say, like, I not long had left Geordie Shaw, which took a huge leap of faith for me to leave a show like that, which paid really well. And look, it's still going now. So there's no yeah. signs of slowing down with it. If anything, it was gaining popularity. But for me, I just felt stagnant. There was yeah. no... F- that was not a future I wanted for myself. Um, and I took the sleep of faith and left despite agents and MTV and everybody telling me there's nothing for you outside of this show. Um, and yeah, within a year, I had a new new agent who I'm still with today, who like I just completely credit to a, a lot of what I've got. They're amazing women. Um, and yeah, I had a place when I was like, to get me out of here. And I went in that show and everybody... Like on obviously I couldn't say it because I was in there. You've got no social yeah. media, but everybody was on Twitter. Get her out of here. Do we don't want this Geordie Shaw scum? Blah, 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 blah. Reality TV. Blah, 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 blah. Like you know, like I don't know what they thought I was going to do. I get that people are precious about the jungle. It's a British institution, but did they honestly think I was just going to go in and start calling everyone a cunt and slut dropping and like drinking tequila? Like it's just not. It's not the assignment. I understood why I was there, and I felt really grateful and super lucky to have been given the opportunity and I just was myself so the first 24 hours everyone wanted me out hated us Geordie Shaw scumbag all the rest of it and within the next 24 hours I was the favorite to win and I stayed that way till the end and it's not me tooting my own horn by any stretch of the imagination it's actually rather a credit to the jungle like this amazing show um gives you anybody the chance to just show their true colours. So it doesn't matter what anyone's preconceived notions of who you were was or where you came from. You show them who you are and the nation fell in love with who I really was, which is yeah. like a bit a bit dopey, like super self-depreciating, like um, very compassionate, just loves the laugh, hard work and like all the rest of it. And I was able to change a whole country's opinion of me in like one fell swoop in 24 hours, which... Yeah. The, People just don't get the opportunity to do so. I'm so grateful for yeah, that I, opportunity. I guess, I guess with your journey just in, in the public is one of crazy, crazy party girl and then this leader. So there was massive growth from Geordie Shaw to I'm a Celeb because it really showed for me when I watched the mature side, the new Vicky, I, I would assume. Do you feel... Or at that moment, did you feel like a changed woman when you left? So coming out of the jungle, I felt like a whole heap of stuff. Like it was a really transitional time. And ultimately, the predominant emotion I experienced was just a huge feeling of overwhelm. Mm. Um, I was lost in a huge industry. Yeah, Oti. Like everyone assumed that, God, she's just fucking having the best time of her life, isn't she? She's like flying high. She's won the jungle. She's like hobnobbing with Ant and Dec. Like, no, I was terrified the entire time. Like I'd gone from being... Um, 
lawn if you were like between about the demographic of like 16 to 24 and then completely nobody else knew who I was and and even within that 16 to 24 demographic the chances of your liking us were very slim so I'd gone from that to being like this hugely easy easy recognizable face and I just found it all um very overwhelming and difficult to deal with so Mm. I worked a lot I worked far too much if the truth be told like worked almost to the point of exhaustion and breakdown on a good couple of occasions um and I surrounded myself with probably people that I shouldn't people that didn't ask how I was because if someone had asked how I was I think I would have broke down um so yeah so everyone thought I should have been having a really great time but the truth be told I was very lonely and I was struggling to cope with this new this new place I'd found myself in before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. You did another um, a campaign, I think, on loneliness, didn't you? Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Oh, she's done our homework. Hey, we like her. She knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows. I mean, the thing is, I think a lot of people assume that even though you have millions and millions of people around you, that means you can't feel lonely. But those could be the loneliest times. I think like the misconception about loneliness is it's that it's because you're on your own, but it's not. Loneliness mm. is the feeling that people don't care. Mm. And it's very, it's, you can feel lonely in a room full of people. You can feel lonely with 5 million Instagram followers. Like these things don't make you feel secure. They don't make you feel loved. Um, they provide strange validation in, in a very concerning ways, but ultimately they don't give you what you need to feel happy and secure. Um, so yeah, I felt the most lonely I've ever felt like in moments like in Geordie Shaw, um, in moments like when I left the jungle, like it's, they're very alien feelings. And I think for human beings to get used to, to huge change and, and people yeah. being interested in every aspect of your life. Like I couldn't even be seen out with a fellow without us, without him being like me new Something. mystery man. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, do you know, I just got that parcel delivered there. Like had this been the year after I won the jungle, <laughs> there would have been a path waiting outside my house and poor Amazon Adam would have been me new fucking bloke. No <laughs> word of a lie. Like, that's literally just how it was. So yeah. I don't miss that feeling. Like, obviously, I've, I've not exactly faded in obscurity. Like, I love my life now and, and everything. But that level of scrutiny was something that was incredibly difficult for someone, again, who was still quite young to deal with. So, yeah. tough. And, and, and I guess what I love now, just getting to know you even more through this podcast, is that you have so many emotions, but you feel that. How do you identify what you're feeling? Because sometimes people don't know what they're feeling. I I might be lonely, but I don't know. There just might be a hole in my soul or a lack of fulfillment. How do you identify exactly what it is that you're feeling? 
I think it's it's super hard um, and it just goes back to knowing yourself like like I say when I was younger I just was constantly angry and I just assumed that was who I was as a person I just thought that like, everyone just said like watch out for Vicky she's like she's she's feisty she's this she's that but I wasn't actually you know like don't get me wrong I've got an opinion and I'm not afraid of it but I um I wasn't I wasn't actually angry I was deeply misguided and super defensive and just lost like didn't like who I was becoming but felt powerless to stop it and was on kind of a conveyor belt and I I think as a a person I'm a type A personality who likes to be in control who thrives off um certain certain things in our life like a situation like Jodie Jodie Shaw robs you of that control you're powerless you do Mm. do what you're told and go where you're told so it just manifested itself in ugly ways with me so since then like I have learned to take myself out of situations where I'm not in control, which sounds really ridiculous, but I just look after myself. Like I know, I know Audie, for example, like I am not a nice drunk. And you know, like, mate, I don't know, mate, I imagine you're a wonderful drunk. Like no, I just. No, I'm a crier. Oh, yeah, oh, you do, I don't mind a crier. No, I'm a crier and I give people my opinions, my real opinions on them. So now I've learned to just have a sip of water every alcoholic drink. You've got to last night. We all know, like, as you get older, you just know your strengths and, like, drinking (laughs) is just completely not one of mine. Like, I'm three glasses of wine in, like, I'm life and soul of the party, everyone's best friend, I'm telling a witty anecdote and, like, everyone wants to invite Vicky back, but you go five or six and (laughs) fucking hell, like, nobody wants to see Vicky again and... I just I know that now and so I protect myself like I put myself in situations that I know I'm going to be comfortable in and I remove myself from situations that I'm not so Mm. and I think that's a huge part about understanding who you are and understanding your emotions like if you put yourself into a situation where you're not comfortable ugly emotions will arise you will be jealous or you will be angry or you will just be downright catty like Mm. if, if you Put yourself in situations where you're happy and you thrive with people you love. You get to be that best version of you. So I'd honestly just advise people to protect themselves and protect their peace because nothing is worth jeopardizing your peace. Um, and when you are happy and when you are thriving, if you have a down day, you're able to go, that's because you're tired. Or you're able to go like, that's because you need to have this conversation with your boyfriend and you know it's yeah. going to be awkward, but do it because it'll make you feel better after. So if you are looking after yourself and putting yourself first, it's easy to identify what's going on with you and, and how you can potentially change it. Oh my gosh, Ricky. I think you're incredible. Absolutely incredible. I have a couple of last questions. I feel like now you've been on this life journey and you're just in your 30s. You still have quite a bit of life to go. You just found your dream home with your dream man. Where do you see yourself in, in 20, 30, 10, 5 years? What do you think right now is the rhythm of your life? Oh, man. So I um, I absolutely love the woman I'm becoming, which sounds really arrogant to say. No, but it's I think not. It's not, honestly. We're allowed to have a bit of self-love every so often, aren't we? So, um, and for someone who spent a vast portion of her life hating who she was and who she was becoming, um, I think I've earned that right. So I just would like to continue on the trajectory I'm on. I want to use my platform for good. I want to spread love, spread positivity, help women understand that they are capable of fucking anything they want. Um, I want, <laughs> I would love to get married. I'd love to have babies. I, I want a, I want a house full of dogs. Um, and I'd love the person I do that all to be, all, all with to be Erkan. He's, he's 
pretty incredible man. So, Oni, do you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying yeah. more of the same. More yeah. of the same, please. More is more. And lastly, Vicky, what are you most grateful for? Oh, wow. Um, you know, like, this is going to be a bit of a weird one and people probably expect us to say something like, oh, me mom or Jin or whatever. <laughs> but, um, I'm, a gr- I'm grateful for the mistakes I've made. Mm. Um I have this I have this saying and it's definitely not mine so um if anyone hears it and thinks that's mine um I'd like to apologize in advance but it's the um valleys will teach you things that the mountaintops never will wow so you when you're flying high and life is great like you're not learning anything you yeah. are it's just so easy to be a nice person because everything's going the way you wanted it to but when your chips are down and you're struggling whether you're skint whether you're unemployed whether you're with a bad person like whatever it is like that those are the moments that teach you who you really are they yeah. show you they, they, they make you be courageous they make you be brave they make you be resilient they teach you and yeah everyone's seen every one of my fucking mistakes like there's just no hiding from that I was born to a, a industry of reality TV and I've kept that narrative alive myself through my social media so they know you know the mistakes I've made and I bet you some of you think oh god she must regret that she must hate it yeah there's things I'm not proud of but mm. they've taught me so many lessons and I look at the person I'm now and I wouldn't change it wow 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 what an absolute inspiration thank you so much for You're everyone welcome. who's listening thank you so much Vicky Patterson for being absolutely inspirational and so honest I wish you the best that was <gasps> I feel you made me emotional, but like I feel like I was in a valley with you of emotions. Honestly, Oti, this is just my life. Like I get in a bed at night and I'm like, I'm fucking knackered and Urkan's like, why? And I'm like, you try being in my brain, hun. Like just try being in it for an hour. Like it is painful. Yeah, I'm sorry I took you on that ride with you. No, me. I love that. I feel like your brain is an adventure. It needs a show on its own. <laughs> 